Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to the show that's for you. Those of you that work so hard for your money and you want your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom and cash flow today, not 30 or 40 or more years from now, but right now so you can live that life that you love with those that you love. But most importantly, it's not just about getting rich. It's about living a rich life because as you are blessed financially, you have a greater capacity to bless the lives of others. Thank you for tuning in today. Thank you for binging, sharing, and most importantly, allowing me to create that ripple effect for you because I cannot do it without you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of the show today. If you haven't done so already, go subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Money Ripples channel. Subscribe to that today. Or if you love, if you're ADD, if you like short videos, go to our Money Ripples Shorts channel that we have as well, which has these nice 30 to 60 second short bits that you can take. So if you just want to consume little bits at a time, those are great. Not going to make you rich, but you'll love them. So go definitely subscribe and like our videos today. Hey, how amazing would it be if you could create monthly cash flow, passive income from making at least double digit returns on your money? And get this, it's only $1,000 or more that you need to invest. Guys, that's exactly what Secured Investment Corp does. They actually do short-term lending to real estate investors that's backed by real estate that you can actually return double-digit returns on. That means 10% or better. It's also IRA-friendly, and you can even reinvest those monthly distributions to create compound interest on your money, too. If you want to learn more about that, go check out securedinvestmentcorp.com. That's secured, S-E-C-U-R-E-D, investmentcorp.com. All right, so I want to talk about some tax strategies that if you're considering cashing out your 401k this year, especially now that you're in January, you're wondering, hey, it's the beginning of the year. If I'm going to cash out my IRA, I can put the tax bill down to next year. I want to talk about that. I'm not giving any investment advice here. I'm not suggesting you guys cash out your IRAs right now because if you're not 59 and a half years old, you will have a 10% penalty and you will pay taxes on that money. So I want to talk about if you're going to do it. If you're thinking about doing that pretty seriously, and this would probably be those of you that are not likely 59 and a half years old, although you could be, but let's just say you're not 59 and a half and you're just looking to invest this money and get it working for you and not to worry about paying taxes, or at least maybe put in a better place like real estate investing where you get more tax benefits, but you want to retire before you're 60 years old, this could be a good option for you, or these could be some options you could use. Now, even if you're over the age of 59 and a half and you don't have the 10% penalty, but you're still paying taxes on that money. But maybe you're looking for a way to reduce your tax bill when you pull that money out, get it to a better tax advantage place so then you can make more money. There's some strategies here. Now, I'll throw out a bonus here. I actually had a conversation with somebody lately. Last week, we just talked about infinite banking. I'm going to throw this as a bonus right now. I'm just going to give it to you. I had one woman, she's saying, hey, I've got money in IRAs, a little bit in Roth IRAs. My financial planners having us pull only X amount of dollars out so we don't get taxed too much each year. But I'm paycheck to paycheck. And I told her, I said, even though she came asking about infinite banking, I said, listen, I can already see your whole situation right now. We could do a lot better. We can do better than 3,500 a month with these financial advisors are having you do. We could get this to be at least 120 grand a year that you'd be cashing out and some of it can even be tax advantaged. 
And she said, what are ways I can fund this life insurance policy? And I said, you can just use your cash savings, which she had a decent amount of, but you can also use your IRA money to put in the policy. Because sometimes people talk about taking their IRA, put into a Roth IRA and getting tax-free income. Another way you can do that and still create tax-free streams of income is moving it to something that has the same tax rules as a Roth, which is the life insurance. You could start cashing out X amount of dollars from your IRA to fund your policy. Goes in there. And of course, if it's done right, usually within, even if you're older, within six or seven years, you have just as much, if not more, than what you've paid into it. If it, At least if you do the policy right. Can't count for other guys that do insurance policies, but for our experience, we see this be the case. You can actually build more cash in there and then be able to pull off a tax-free income stream as well while keeping it guaranteed and protected from stock market crazy fluctuations and the insanity that goes with that. That is one option. I'm going to throw that as a bonus, especially if you're over the age of 59 and a half, that is still an option to be able to fund a life insurance policy, especially if you're in good health. Now, let me talk about some other strategies that will reduce your tax bill. Okay. Again, I'm not a tax accountant. I'm not giving you tax advice and I'm not giving you investing advice. I'm just giving you really the three key strategies you can use right now. Okay. Number one, you can become a, if you have a business or if you're thinking about having a side hustle or a side business, that could be one great way to minimize your taxes on this. Now, if you have IRA money, you could actually use IRA money to buy a franchise. That's another option. That's, I would not call it passive. I would call this semi-active investing. We've had people talk about franchises on the show before and, and it's a great option. You might be putting a little bit of time into it, but if you have part-time hours available, that could be a great option. You actually could even potentially keep it inside of an IRA and use it to fund the business. But this to say this, for example, if you have an IRA money and the 10% penalty is really the common denominator, just know that IRA money, you're going to have to pay taxes on it one way or the other, unless you have a way to write it off something else off against your taxes. Let's just say that you want to pull out $100,000 from your IRA, but the business opportunity or the thing you want to use this money for is to go into your business as paying some of those expenses. You're investing into your business, so to speak, even if you're spending money in the business, just understand that those business expenses are a write-off on your taxes. They do not count against you. They actually help you. So if you're taking that money and you're using it to go and actually use it for business purposes, that money then gets written off. So you mix out, you cancel out the taxes you've been paying. Again, if you're not 59 and a half, you still have the 10% penalty, but you could be using that to help start up a business and again, get a write-off while you're also paying taxes. Again, they cancel each other out for that. I had one client who actually did that. They were looking to invest it, but then he decided he saw a franchise opportunity for a small, it was a single franchise. It wasn't like the big chain stores or a restaurant. It was a business that he bought from a small mom and pop business. And he used that money to go and invest and buy that company. He bought the equipment, he bought the supplies, bought everything. That was a write-off against his income, right? In fact, how many times have you seen where businesses even have a net loss in those first few years? very common for him as well. He used that net loss from the business to offset the taxes of the IRA he pulled out. Bonus, if you get laid off, I don't encourage this, but if you're in a financial hardship, you can avoid the 10% penalty. They will waive the 10% penalty if you can prove a financial hardship. What if you have a financial hardship which requires you to start up a new business? Again, you can access this money, not have the 10% penalty. And even though you would pay taxes normally, use it for your business to generate more income and therefore be able to get that benefit. So there are ways to potentially reduce it. I've had other clients where there's been opportunities where it's actually more of a business partnership where they can put their money with them, put that money into the business partnership. One example, the business partnership costs a hundred grand, just a hundred thousand dollars. I said, 
for you guys, like you have your investment money, but you have this IRA money sitting there too, not really knowing what to do. What if you took the IRA money, 100,000 you cashed out, and in this one couple's case, they were already over the age of 59 and a half, cash that out, use that to pay the $100,000 fee to get that business started, and then invest the rest. Or by the way, the returns on the rest were actually returning over 50% a year. So I said, guys, this could work out great in your favor because now not only are you able to use that money and wash the taxes out because it's a business write-off, but now you got the rest of your money work for you, making a much higher rate of return than you would just letting it sit in a mutual fund or IRA. And even if it was a self-directed IRA that you could use to invest, which you can do, it gave them the opportunity to be able to make better income. Again, the numbers always depend. When you're trying to do this kind of strategy, it just depends on whether it puts you in a better position. That's always the case. How does this actually improve your cash flow or your returns on your money? I'll give you another example. This is kind of a bonus here. I had somebody using the IRA money that they used to pay off debt. They helped consolidate and pay off their debt, freeing up a ton of cash right there. $100,000 freed up $4,000 a month. Now the accountant was freaking out. But when he realized, wait a minute, that $100,000 produces a freed up cash flow of 48,000 a year. Okay, I know I shouldn't say this in a CPA, but mathematical sense, that really makes sense because you're not gonna get that kind of return put your money in a mutual fund. So he saw the light. He saw that without a guaranteed rate of return because he was able to pay off debt using that money. So even though they didn't avoid the 10% penalty and they didn't avoid any taxes, still the cash flow made sense because it was a big enough return to offset those ta- that one-time tax that they had to pay. And again, like I said, really, the truth is you're going to have to pay taxes on this money anyways. This is just really giving you extra bonus, extra gravy. The 10% penalty, if you take it out early, is really the only thing we're worried about because you're going to pay taxes on that money regardless. But here's ways, again, to reduce it. So business can be a great way to do it. And again, as a bonus, like I said, you can even be using this to pay off debt or do other things that help generate a lot more income for yourself or better cash flow for you. That gives you a benefit month after month after month. Okay, second way to do it. You become what's called a real estate professional. Now, real estate professionals, there are a lot of different things you got to qualify for. One, this is not just somebody who owns a couple turnkey properties. This is somebody who usually has some sort of active management going on. Your real estate is becoming part of your daily life or at least weekly life. To do this, you generally have to have at least 750 hours of work or some kind of involvement in real estate for the entire year. That's about a 15 hour a week average. Now, if you work full time, this isn't gonna work because if you have another job, another income source coming in, you have to exceed by at least one hour a year on the real estate side versus what you're doing on the other side. So if someone working 40 hours a week, you got to work 41 hours a week, way more than 15 hours a week to be able to qualify as a real estate professional. Now, if you have somebody who's maybe like a spouse that's been at home for a while, or maybe they just have a part-time job or a part-time business, this can be a great option. We have somebody working for a company right now where their husband does do a lot of contract work and things like that, but he can do, even if it's just one hour more a year of real estate activities, and they're partnering with a guy that's mentoring them, helping them out with this and managing the property, and they're dealing with more of that. They're doing other passive investments, but they're doing this as their active investment. Again, giving them the hours they need, that qualifies him as a real estate professional while she's working as well as in the job market. He's a real estate professional. This becomes a business now. Just like I said before, when you have business write-offs, you use it to offset it. Same thing here. Now you can not only just take all these expenses you're doing for your real estate business, this can include cell phone, utilities, different expenses, travel expenses. If you're traveling around, you're looking at real estate properties, a lot of your vacations can end up being written off just like any other business. These things can be written off. And what happens too is with your properties, you have appreciation you can start taking. Depending on the type of properties you buy, 
You can even start doing cost segregation, which means you get accelerated depreciation, meaning you can be writing off more or pretty close to as much as you're investing per year, offsetting the tax, especially if that money you're using to buy those properties was your IRA. So you can actually cancel out or even get in a better position. Again, talk to a CPA about this. And I would recommend a CPA that has experience with real estate investing. Don't go to the normal Jackson Hewitt, Liberty Mutual or whatever, those general type of things. Don't do this. If you're just trying to do turbo tax, this is not going to work. You need a CPA with good real estate investing experience to know what they're doing and help you be able to figure this out. But as a real estate professional, you can actually show losses off of your active income each year. Huge benefit. And if you've got IRAs, one way to take that IRA money out and then get it to be used to generate passive income right now without you having to retire. So huge benefit right there. All right. Now, before I get to the third and final one, I just thought of a bonus one for you. So here's another additional bonus for you guys. One thing you can do that you're not necessarily cashing the money out of the IRA, although you could, is you can actually get what many people know as being a health savings account. So a health savings account, you have to have the right health plan to couple with this. But right now you can put in over $7,000 a year per family into a health savings account. So you could slowly start to draw from your IRA, transfer it over to the health savings account with zero penalty, zero tax, right? It's just like doing a rollover your IRA. They don't penalize you. There's no tax, but guess what? Now you get the benefit to spend on those health costs today. That's dental costs as well. Sometimes that's for massage, chiropractic, and a number of other ways that you can use these for medical expenses. If you're already paying out of pocket for these medical expenses, why not use your IRA money to go and pay for those expenses? Big bonus for you guys right there. You can actually move money from your IRA to a health savings account to help fund it. And that's one way you get a little bit of money out without worrying about penalty or taxes. Now that third main way I was gonna talk about, I just gave you a couple bonuses already. Here's the third main way is oil, specifically working interest in the oil investment world. If there's ever drilling and those things are going on, there are oil investments out there where you can use IRA money to put in that. Now, this is not a one-for-one type of benefit. This is, again, a reduction strategy, a way to reduce your taxes. Depending on the type of investment you're looking at, sometimes a company will pass along when you're putting money in that, and it can even be a syndication or a partnership type of deal that you're going into with these oil investments. If it's a working interest where they're drilling, they're actually doing the drilling. If this is a working interest type of deal, you might be writing off anywhere from 75% to 80% of whatever money you invested that year. This is specifically for domestic oil drilling. The US government, even though they try to throw a lot of blame and hate on oil companies, the truth is, and even if no matter how green you go in, in your ideologies, the truth is we need oil. If you ever use a piece of plastic, you need oil. You can use almost any product for that matter. Heck, a lot of my office right now is made from oil products, okay? As much as there's this hate relationship with oil companies, the truth is we're very reliant on oil, even if you went totally electric cars from this point forward. For that reason, the U.S. government has also given you some love. They give you the benefit that if it's U.S.-based domestic type of oil exploration and drilling, they'll give you the tax benefit. So if you cash out 100000 from your IRA to then go do this oil investment, you might be able to write off anywhere from $75,000 to $80,000 off of that money coming over. Now, you're still going to pay taxes on the returns and things like that. And there's some additional tax benefits with oil. For example, that 15% of whatever returns you're getting of that money, you tend to not pay any taxes on while the other 85%, you're paying ordinary income tax. But if you're, again, putting money in working interest, you can move money from the IRA, use that money 
and reduce a lot of your taxes, the bulk of your taxes from that money. Even if there's a 10% penalty, still the majority of your money ends up getting replaced. You end up not having to pay taxes on that money. So that's the other way, the third way. So as I mentioned, one great strategy, of course, you can use, you can use infinite banking to help take from IRA to fund the policy. It doesn't avoid taxes or anything like that, but it's like moving to a Roth IRA with a penalty potentially, but you can move it to a Roth IRA or you can move it to life insurance and now be earning tax-free returns. The other thing I mentioned is business expenses. You can also become a real estate professional where you can write off and even show losses because of depreciation on your properties. And then I mentioned the bonus with the health savings account, but then the third one, was oil investment, specifically oil drilling, working interest type of things. You guys do that. There's lots of ways to reduce it. As I mentioned before, it may be worth not worrying about any of these strategies. It might be worth doing something else. There are other strategies that I know people teach out there that could help reduce your tax bill. I'm not going to teach about those as viable options right now, but in a few weeks, I am going to do an episode that you guys want to tune in for where I'm going to talk about these sexy tax strategies that you should not do. In fact, they're almost guaranteed to give you massive headaches, and potentially a big tax bill anyways. So I'm going to talk about that in a few weeks. For now, just know that these strategies, there's plenty of them. Lots of ways that we strategize with our own clients to do the same thing. Every situation is different, of course. And if you're looking for ways to do that and you want to do it safely, obviously talk to a CPA, talk to your accountant about that, especially if they have real estate or investing experience. But you also reach out to our team and say, hey, is it possible I can be generating passive income with this money? Reach out to us at moneyripples.com and contact us on that form right there. Guys, make it a wonderful and prosperous week and we'll talk to you soon. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.